Hey everyone, welcome to Insights with Alicia. Every week we gather to learn and connect because I often say things and people always want to know more about it. They really like the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things that I've experienced that have transformed my life and I love being able to share those insights with everyone, not just my clients. I talk about relationships, our behavior, many life skills to literally change your life and tools and ideas to support all those changes we want to make. Sometimes I even talk about animals. For those of you who don't know, I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Hunu Healing. I'm an intuitive life coach, animal consultant, communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. One reason that I love doing insights with Alicia is because it gives you a place to start creating something new in your life for free. Who doesn't love free? I get to shine the light on things and show a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then if you choose to, continue to grow down your path. You can work with me individually to transform at a deeper level and usually a quicker pace. I don't know about you, but I like to do stuff faster. And as always, new episodes of Insights with Alicia are available on Mondays. The episodes are on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer and on all podcast platforms as Insights with Alicia, as well as for my readers out there. I don't forget about you. It will always be available as a blog post on Wednesdays on my website, Who Knew Healing? And that's new with a K. Okay, let's get started. Today, we are going to talk about, um, it, it, actually, it's part two, right? Because last week was part one. So if you're joining me here, go back and watch part one also. We're going to talk about psychic coaching, mentoring topics that nobody talks about. And so last week, we talked about, um, what did we talk about last week? I know what we talked about. We talked about false light and um, and why our clients can't be our friends, even though sometimes we really want them to. So as usual, here's the disclaimer for this episode. There's absolutely no judgment or making someone else wrong. The topics I'm going to talk about are to help educate and inform and to invite you to always be responsible for yourself and your experience. Okay. So now the next chunk that we're going to talk about, because it's kind of a big chunk is, uh, and it's got three parts to it, is growing past people, growing beyond the people um, in our lives and in many categories in our lives. So where we're going to start, one, Really, it's another thing that's not talked about. It's a not. It's a thing that's not normalized. And that's why I really, really wanted to talk about it today. And I wanted to educate people because I can see what happens when people don't grow past others and when they do grow past. And like I said, there's no judgment in any of this. We've all been there. So the first part I'm going to talk about is growing past your mentor, your coach, your psychic, your intuitive, um, that sort of thing. And I'm not talking about someone you go to periodically for traditional psychic readings. That's different. So as I said, moving on, right? If we're always growing down our path, growing past some people, grow and not past and it is they're not doing their work or on their path. We've just passed them on the journey, right? Our journey is a little farther ahead of where they are right now. They've got other stuff going on and we've moved past, we've grown, we've healed. We're just a little farther down the path. And this is normal and it's the natural progression of a healthy relationship. If you come to see me um, as a coach, mentor, intuitive, and usually when people find me, they're in crisis mode, right? We've all been there and I totally get that. So in the beginning, I see you more frequently because you're starting to have your awakening. Um, you're deciding that maybe relationships aren't working for you. You're realizing some of your behaviors aren't, you know, serving you like they used to. Um, and like I said, you're having your awakening and we've got all this amazing stuff in there to start to heal and look at. 
It takes time to transform all of that, especially if you've been doing some of this stuff for, you know, your whole lifetime. It's just saying. Not that I would know anything about that. So usually we have more frequent sessions in the beginning. And that can be, you know, the beginning can be six months to two years, depending on what you've got going on. And from that point on, depending, like I said, what we're working through, there's a place where I will start to see you less frequently because we've started to really heal a lot of those deep core things and you've started to integrate them. And if I've seen you pretty frequently over that period of time, now you have a new foundation to work from for the rest of your life. That foundation sustains you. Then when things come up or new experiences or the next level of challenges that you're wanting to shift, that's when you come see me. So you will see me less and less frequently over time. In my opinion, that's how it's meant to be. If you're still seeing me every week after two years, I've not done my job. That's the absolute truth, in my opinion. Now, of course, there are exceptions if some life-changing things have happened along the way. And that's not what we're talking about here. Like, it, you know... You've been seeing me for six months and then all of a sudden, you know, you decide to get a divorce or something happens in your life. You change careers, right? That's going to be a little bit of a different thing where we got new fun stuff to look at. Um, I'm talking about if what you originally came to me with within two years, if I'm still seeing you every week, fire me because I'm not done my job. Um, so if we, like I just said, if we have not shifted or healed anything for you in those two weeks, it's time for you to move on because this relationship, our professional relationship at that point is not serving you. And I know I get a little passionate about this and it's true because what actually starts to happen then is the relationship has become codependent and there's an enmeshment of energies and the relationship has become a clinging relationship that serves no one, you or me. The professional's job is to be paying attention to that and to prevent it from happening. It's absolutely natural and healthy to grow through people. We have this idea in our society that growth like this is a negative thing. There's a fear that the next person to help us on our path won't appear. I've had clients that I see for a year or two, and then they move on because they don't need me anymore. This is a fabulous thing. What they came to me for is either healed or we're no longer a match. Not being a match isn't a negative thing either. We don't want to be in relationships that are clinging, where we believe this is the one person who is my salvation. This one person is going to fix all of the things for me. Very important to pay attention to that kind of thing. I'm not responsible for my clients. I'm not responsible for their choices, their actions, or their behaviors. The moment I believe I'm responsible, I am now caretaking, and the dynamic and the energy of our relationship has changed. Here's the thing. It's that attachment part. If you watched um, the last episode, part one, we talked about attachment a lot. If I am responsible for them, then I am now attached and I'm not attached to my clients. That's what keeps it clean. Talked about clean a bunch too. My clients get to choose whatever they want, even if it's something that's not in alignment. As I said, I'm there for them either way. I say to them like, look, what's motivating you to choose something out of alignment? And let's look at what the outcome was. What do you want to choose next? It's judgment free. That's one of the things people actually say about me is that I don't judge them. Like they feel completely safe. They come tell me all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, all right, let's look at it. One of the reasons it makes it easy to not judge someone is because I'm not responsible for them. Now, does that mean that I don't care about them? Absolutely not. 
I care about them very much and I'm not responsible for them. The difference between caring and caretaking is responsibility. I was a caretaker for most of my life. I thought caretaking was love. It's not. It's codependency, it's people pleasing, and it's clinging. And I love that that's one of the things that I get to teach people now because we're not taught that responsibility is not actually love. So what's awesome is you're supposed to move on and it can be hard. I've had mentors in the past that I absolutely loved and then we weren't meant to be together and work together anymore. And I was heartbroken. I enjoyed this person. I loved the insight that they gave me. And then when the time comes, when we're not a match, our time together has ended. We get to grieve that relationship and know that it is all in perfect order because the next person, if you're wanting one, will show up. I hope that makes sense and I hope it offers uh, some freedom. If you happen to be in a place where you know something isn't working for you anymore and you believe this is the only person that can help you. I get it. Those kind of thoughts can be scary and they're simply not true. What can also cause us to stay in something that isn't serving us is history. Ooh, history with someone, right? As humans, we give so much power to history with someone because it's all about the past emotions and everything we've been through, and it must mean something. It absolutely does mean something. And history is not to be used as a reason that something is supposed to can be that something is supposed to continue. History is not enough. History is the past. It's not proof to continue to force things to move forward. History can be hard to let go of. Um, it has its own grieving process. So I invite you to pay attention to the relationships you are in to get clear on what's serving you and what's not. The second part I want to talk about here of where we're growing through things past people um, is that uh, it's the same thing that happens with friends. We have this idea in our society that says if you make if you're friends with someone, you make friends with someone, you're supposed to be friends with them forever, right? Like that's the goal is, oh, we're supposed to be friends forever. We base more value on friendships that we've had for 30 years versus three years. And the truth is, is that it's actually quality over quantity. And it's horribly painful and heartbreaking to move through friendships, especially if they're your inner circle friends. I have moved through my inner circle multiple times. And for me, my inner circle of friends is like my family. That is how close I am to them. So when it ends, the grief process is difficult because it's like losing family over and over and over again. And the truth is, is that not everybody continues to move in the same direction their whole life. And that's okay. And it's okay to let go of friendships. And by no means does that make it easy. It's hard. And when we're staying in friendships or any kind of relationship that no longer serves us, that no longer brings us joy, that is no longer mutual, it takes the place of what's available for us next. And I get it. As humans, we don't like that space in between. We do not. We want to see what the next thing is before we let go of what we already have in our hands. Sometimes there's a period in between before the next people show up. It can feel like you're in the desert between oasises and it can be challenging. I get it. I get it. I get it. And it's what we need to be able to continue to move forward and have even greater relationships and even more expansive experiences. That is one of the things that I get to help people with because I have lived through this many, many times and to be able to guide people through this process of any kind of change in their relationships, whether it's divorce, friendship, professional, business, family, because I know what it's like and I can support and guide them through it. Okay. So the last part of this um, is what I want to say a little bit more about is if you're really attached to needing a specific 
mentor. So we talked about like moving past your coaches, intuitives, mentors. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit more here about the attachment to it being a specific one. So just sort of talked in general. And now we're talking about specific. I'm going to, I know how to spell it. Specis. I can't say it now. And it's all on a recording. Specificity. You know what I mean? Specifics. <laughs> I'll be able to say it when um, I'm not recording. Uh, so it's when you're attached to needing that one person, like it has to be this person. And I totally get it. I've been in this place. When we're really looking at is the needing part of this. It's not the intuitive feeling of, oh, this is my person and this is a match. It's the attachment, the desperation, the clinging, the need. When it is the need that we're looking at being tied into this person energy, it can be a trauma bond. It can be codependency, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I still don't have very much of a voice. Like I said, when we're usually looking for someone to help us, we're in crisis mode of some kind. So our bucket's empty, we're drowning in the pool, and we're looking for support and assistance. Then we meet someone and we think it must, this is the part, it must be that one person. And if it can't be that person, then there's no help for me out there. And this is where the lie is. There is going to be someone for you. If it's not that person, someone else is available to you. But if we're so focused and thinking, no, it must be that one person, how can we ever see what the universe has given us? And here's the thing, in case any of you are seeing yourselves in this situation, but romantically, like it must be this one person that you want to have in your life and they're not reciprocating, same process works here. So just in case, pay attention. Same thing. We're so focused in thinking that, no, it must be that one person. How can we see what the universe has given us. We're looking over here thinking it must be this person. And if you would just turn your head to the right, just a little bit, you would see that the other person is over there, that that's the person that's in the higher alignment. I get it. Believe me, I get it. If we have tunnel vision, we just can't see. And it's okay. There's no judgment in here. I get it. And I just wanted to shine some light on it because it does happen. You're not alone and you are normal. And if you catch yourself in this situation, now you know that you get to choose something different. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is um, is because it's really come up a lot in the last year, and it's not talked about. So like I said, this is all about letting some of the secrets out. This is about soul contracts that we have with people. The soul contracts are a very big thing in the intuitive world. There are many times you will go to a psychic and they will say, yes, you are meant to be with this person. This is where I talk about being responsible for yourself, because if you're going into a bookstore to see a psychic, which is great, they only have so much time to deliver information. If you paid for a 15 minute session, they're only going to deliver the information, but there's not a lot of facilitating that goes with it. There's not a lot of education or coaching that goes with it. And that's okay because that's not their job in that moment. And so this is partly for me, why I'm not a match for that type of work, because I have all this other stuff that I want to say when I'm doing a reading. And when people come to see me for traditional psychic readings, they leave with homework. They go home with a complete understanding of what's happening there. I always hear like, wow, I had no idea that's where this session was going to go today. Like they think they're just popping in to ask about a job or a guy or life path. Um, we get into doing some healing and we bring up stuff from the past. We do some facilitating. There's a lot that goes on in that hour. And like I said, they go home with homework so that they have um, information to now start to create from. 
And they get to use that over the next few weeks or month. Like you go home with tools. And like I said, no, it's not that that's better. It's just different. Um, And you get to recognize what type of experience that you're purchasing. And it's in this place where no one talks about the second half of soul contracts, because the second half is what we call free will. Yes, we have contracts with people in this lifetime. And in order for that to play out, both people get to choose it because that's where the free will part comes in. When a psychic tells you, yes, you're meant to be with that person, then what happens? We build a whole story. We build a whole cult. We build a whole mindset around this person. And we think, this is my person. Remember, I talked about it needing to be a specific mentor. This is the same. It's this place where we close everything else off and we think this is my person and that's it. We start to create our life based on this information. And now we make choices based on the idea of only this person. We don't see any other choices available to us. And here's where people get hung up and why I want to talk about this and educate people is that when you have soul contracts and if that other person that you have a contract with doesn't choose you, doesn't choose this relationship, we get hung up. We get lost. We don't understand. And we forget that everyone has free will. We don't understand because someone said we're meant to be together. The psychic said we have a contract. Yes, you have a contract. And then there's free will. I'm just going to say it like a thousand times. Everybody gets to choose every second of the day. They are the here regardless of the contracts. So you can even be in a relationship with someone and if it and it goes completely different. I've had clients when they're in a relationship with someone and they did have a soul contract with that person, they're a match. But then sometimes along the way, somebody makes a different choice. Things could be going great and someone makes a left turn out of nowhere. They choose a different timeline and the contract doesn't trump that. The contract never overrides free will. And so it's this place that we get to remember Contracts are one thing, free will are another. So I invite you to really educate yourself and be really mindful of when you receive information about soul contracts or whatever else anybody else is calling them. It's a piece of information. It's helpful information. And it's not all of the information. I get it. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be accepted. So when someone says, yes, this is your person, you're contracted to be together, we buy into it. 100% hook, line, and sinker. Talked about that in the first episode too. And we cease to see anything else. Then if it doesn't work out, we don't understand because we didn't get the second piece of information about free will. Nobody talks about free will. Nobody talks about choices being made every day. A relationship of any kind, friend, business, professional, love, family is based on choices every day made by each person in that relationship. You've all heard me talk about a relationship is made up of three pieces, each person and the relationship itself. The relationship is a life form of its own. We get to create it and it's created by two people making choices every day to stay together, to be together, to grow together. The contract doesn't trump all of that. The contract is just one piece. So if you caught yourself in the past doing this, or if you're currently are seeing yourself doing it, recognize it's just information and it's okay. It's important information and it's only one piece. Free will overrides everything. This can be extremely challenging when the person we're in a relationship with or the one we want to be in a relationship with, the one we know we have a contract with, 
chooses something that we know is out of alignment for them where we're like, um, this was going well and you chose something that's not a match and now it's not going so well. And if we're buying into the idea that we have the soul contract and it's more powerful than anything else, it can be really confusing for people, which is why I wanted to speak about this. Because like I said, free will trumps everything. Even if someone is freely choosing something that is not a match for them. Free will is not, uh, or sorry, soul contract is not the only reason to stay in a relationship. There are people who will stay, as I've just been saying, will stay in a relationship that's not working, that's not serving them because they have a soul contract, because it's that attachment piece, right? We talk about attachment so much and I get it. But if you're attached to this one piece, this soul contract and everything else is going down the tubes, the energy is going to get stuck and you're going to get confused and you're going to have a lot of unhappiness. So just remember free will. And so contracts go hand in hand. Okay. The last thing that I wanted to talk about um, is time. Time is a human construct. Time is not real. On our planet, time is determined by how many day and night cycles the earth has when it goes around the sun, right? So we have 365 days because that is how many times we have day and night. And we've made, humans have made the determination of what a day equals. Then we've made the determination that a week is seven days. I'm sure there's research on where that came from, but it's still decided by humans. And a month is 28 to 31 days. Those are all created by humans. Time does not exist in the universal world, in the spirit world. This is hard for us humans to accept. I get it. I like to have time frames for things. I like for things to go fast. And begrudgingly, I know the time is not real. And sometimes it really ticks me off. And I want to control time. Anyone else want to control time out there? Uh, and I always want it to be faster. And I want to have a say in it. And none of it is true. <laughs> so when you go to a psychic and they talk about time, this is another place where you get to check for yourself and pay attention to what's real and true for you. Because time changes every day based on every single choice that we make. So if you go to someone and they say, hey, you're going to be with this person in the next three months, and then three months come and go, and it's six months, and this person still hasn't shown up, or you're not in a relationship, or whatever has not happened, people get upset because they've built a story, they've built the mindset around three months. This was supposed to happen in three months, and when it doesn't happen in three months, everything falls apart. Because we are basing everything on that one piece of information that we believe is a solid piece of information. And it's not solid. Time is fluid. This is just another place where we get to be responsible and consciously choose for ourselves. And truthfully, there are psychics who are very gifted with time. I know one of them. She will tell you a number and she's very clear about the number. What she's not clear on, and she'll tell you this, is the unit of time. She'll, she can say four and she'll be like, I don't know if that's weeks, months, or years. And then usually she can then say whether it's, you know, um, years or not. Uh, but she doesn't always know if it's weeks or months. Like she get a little feeling, you know, there's, there is a feeling be between when you feel that something is years and something is weeks or months. And for me, time is not something that I give a lot to many of my clients because time's not real. Like I said, and it changes every day. And if you're making choices out of alignment every day, then that thing that you're wanting to come to you might take longer 
because you've made some different choices around your path. And now that thing you wanted, it's not an energetic match. And then when you get back on your path, it's an energetic match and they can start to come in. Really the only instance um, when I will give a specific time is with my animal clients. And that's usually around a transition time situation. And I only give it when the animal has been very, very, very specific. I have a high level of professionalism and those transition situations are so very dear to my heart that I make sure I am 1000% in integrity with that. And it's only when the animal is super, super clear, then I can explain um that that can also change. If I've given time, I can say this can change also because it does happen. Uh, because as we know, time's not real. Okay. So I know that was a lot of information in a very short period of time. I hope it um, has been super helpful for you. I hope that it has inspired you and educated you. And maybe you even had a few aha moments of, oh, that's what this is. Or why is it that is, or why doesn't anybody talk about this, especially that free will part. Um, and if this happened to you or any of this, um, and you're seeing it and it's brought up stuff for you and you want to discuss it or process it, book a session. You guys know where I'm here for you. You know where to find me. Who knew healing? New with a K. Um, all right. Well, that's all for this episode of insights with Alicia. It was great to connect with all of you again. Um, and lastly, I wanted to mention, I've been talking about this every week this month um, and it's only the 19th today. So uh, we're not barely half past the month is that I launched a celebration challenge for the month of June and we're still doing it. So every day we're gonna celebrate ourselves. I know it's okay. Um, and what are we gonna celebrate? Absolutely everything, 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 everything. Doesn't matter what it is, no matter how big, how small, um, you've all heard me talk about how my measuring sticks are skewed, that unless something causes me pain or is a big deal, it doesn't really register for me. Now, I know I'm better at this, and this was the next step to heal it. And the truth is, is I know I'm not alone in this. I hear the same issues from my clients. And another part of this is to be seen by others celebrating ourselves, which can be really uncomfortable. So don't hide from that. Join me. And we get to break so many patterns, society, famil famil familial patterns. Let's break your own thought patterns. So there's room to create more, more of what's in alignment for you. So this is also going to be about using your voice and receiving the R word, right? The receiving the celebration from others. It only works if you choose it. Every day I will post on Who uh, Knew Healing social media, Facebook and Instagram pages of what I'm celebrating. And then you get to share what you're celebrating in the comments of that post. We're celebrating everything, like I said. I want to hear it all. Promotions. You caught a negative thought. Um, you talked to somebody. You went after something you wanted. You took a shower today because that was the biggest thing that you could get yourself to do. Like it, your bucket is empty and you're like, I took a shower. And that's enough. I want to hear about it. I want to celebrate that with you. So join me. Okay, everyone have a fabulous week. If this was a contribution to you, then please subscribe, like, share, do all the things that gets this info to more people that it can help. And for my readers, like I said, Wednesday, it'll be posted on the website, Who Knew Healing. And thank you to everyone, as always, who has donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things like this that I can give to people. And if anyone feels led to do so, the links are in the descriptions, multiple options. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone have a great week. I will see you next time.